I'm James Bryan Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You are listening to episode 51. If you missed the pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above. That's a biblical concept. It comes from the Apostle Paul who said, set your minds on things above, Colossians 3.2. Setting our minds on good thoughts, uplifting, encouraging, life-giving thoughts, biblically-based thoughts is not really easy, I've found. I know in my own life I need some help. So that's why we do this podcast. It's an opportunity for us to share with you some ideas, some thoughts, some things that have been a blessing, certainly in my life, and maybe they will be as well for you. Today's thought from above is this, adversity can be a blessing. I can think of no person and no story that better represents this thought from above about how adversity can be a blessing than my very good friend, Tim Galach. Tim is my best friend from high school. We became friends our sophomore year. We met each other because we were both trying out for the tennis team that year, and we ended up facing each other in the semifinal match to determine our rank on the team. Tim beat me, as he always would, but we ended up the top two players, playing number one and number two singles for the next few years. But, more importantly for me, anyway, we became really good friends, and over the years we grew closer and closer, sharing deeply with each other as we went through life, getting married, having children, and then everything that life throws at you, including loss of parents, struggles with our siblings, just stuff, right? We've all done that sort of stuff. And life together, the ups and downs are what makes for really good friendships. Even though Tim lives in Denver and I live in Wichita, and even though we only see each other a couple of times a year, we remain very close. In order to understand Tim, here's a quick little funny story about him. Because I think you can't really understand Tim Galach until you understand the story about his personality. So a few years ago, Tim and his wife, Lori, were going to go on vacation with my wife, Megan, and I. And we met up at the Phoenix airport. But Megan and I got in just a little earlier than Tim and Lori. And so I texted Tim, said, hey, you know, we're in early. Just meet us at the rental car place. And he said, fine. So I'm at the rental car counter. And I'm talking to this woman about renting a car. Well, Tim sees me, and he's like 100 feet away. And when he sees me, he starts yelling, is there a doctor in the house? Is there a doctor in the house? He's yelling at the top of his lungs. People are starting to look, and I'm going, oh, boy, here comes Tim. Now, he says that because he thinks it's really funny that I have my doctoral degree. So he keeps yelling, is there a doctor in the house? Well, he gets closer, and as soon as he gets pretty close to me, the woman I'm talking to at the counter thinks I'm a medical doctor. I mean, she looks at me and goes, Oh, you're a doctor. That's great. She said, I have this rash and I'd love you to take a look at it. I said, miss, I'm not that kind of, and before I can finish my sentence, she lifts up her leg, puts it on the counter and shows me this rash on the back of her calf. And I said, miss, again, I'm not a medical. And before I can finish that sentence, Tim looks right at her and says, okay, what's up? And she says, yeah, I'm wondering if I'm going to need an antibiotic or you think I can, like a cream will heal it. And Tim says, Hmm. Yeah, I think a cream will heal it. And I said, wait, wait, hold on, miss. Look, I'm not a medical doctor. He's, he's an insurance agent. I mean, please forgive my friend. We're not. 
And she's like, no, that, it's fine. She goes, you know, I, I, I'm using a cream and it's, it's healing, but, you know, thanks anyway. I turned to Tim and I said, Tim, what are you doing? He said, it just sounded fun. So Tim's, he's a little strange. He lives life with incredible verve. And I love what makes him strange because he's so optimistic. He, he just thinks life is fantastic and his faith is really important to him. So, okay, here's the more serious story about how adversity can be a blessing. On May 2nd of this year, 2019, I got a call from a mutual friend of Tim and I named Steve who called to tell me that Tim had been in a serious accident. Tim's an avid bicyclist and he rides about 50 miles a week, but on this particular day, Tim had been struck by a car during his ride. Steve assured me that Tim's okay, but he'd been pretty banged up. I mean, immediately when I got off the phone, I just knelt down and began to pray. Though I'm 500 miles away, I trusted God was with him, and I asked for God and the angels and God's friends, the doctors, to help my friend heal. Tim's faith is in many ways stronger than mine, so I knew he was leaning into God at that moment. But an hour or so later, I just decided, I'm going to text him. I don't think he'll see it, but... You know, I'll do it anyway. So I texted him, not expecting a response, just to let him know that I was, I was with him. I texted simply, praying hard for you, Tim. Shockingly, within 10 minutes, he texted me back. He wrote, pray hard, brother. I broke eight ribs, multiple pelvic breaks, and sacrum, collapsed lung, internal bleeding, and broke my tailbone. But I am alive, exclamation point. God is good, three exclamation points. Then he texted me a few moments later, but I didn't get the podcast this week. I was stunned. How could he possibly be thinking about this podcast as he sat in a hospital bed with multiple broken bones? So I texted back. I assured him there is an episode, and I don't know why you didn't get it yet. The next day, Tim texted me again. Found the podcast. Ironically, it was on prayer. Ha! God got it to me just when I needed it. The big guy has his own plan! Exclamation point. Tim began the long road to recovery. He began it that week, and he let me know all along the way all that God was teaching him. What could have and often is an experience that can send people into a dark place became for Tim an opportunity to let God work some miracles. And God did. Tim chose to live each day with gratitude and appreciation. Each time we talked, Tim inspired me with his attitude. Life is good, brother, he would say every time we talked, and he would sprinkle in some other positive thought as well, such as, I should have died, Smith, but I didn't, so I've decided i got to make every day count. Another thing Tim said often over the next few months was, there's so much to live for, there's so many people to love, so many things to do, and God is so amazing. One day Tim said to me, You know, I lived a pretty charmed life for 58 years. But what happened to me, well, I consider it a great blessing. I know that sounds strange, but these last few months in recovery have been way more positive than negative. I know that's weird coming from a guy who almost died. Amazing. I mean, Tim just kept inspiring me every time we talked. Finally, he said, this much I know, Jim. Some say I caught a bad break. That's not how I see it. I know more than ever 
that I have a chance to make a difference with my life, and I'm going to do that. Wow. Tim's recovery has been phenomenal. Though he spent 10 full weeks confined to this wheelchair with a pelvic brace so he couldn't even move, within three months, he was walking, and within four months, Tim was playing golf. His doctors and nurses said, Tim, we wish our other patients had one half of your attitude and your faith. Okay, remember, the thought from above is this. Adversity can be a blessing. But the key word there is can. It can be, or it cannot be. That all depends on how we respond. Adrian von Kamm wrote these powerful words. When the clock of one's own crisis strikes, the hour for believing in the benevolence of a greater mystery is near. The clock of crisis struck in Tim's life on May 2nd, 2019. But on that hour, he chose to believe, to put his confidence in the benevolence of a greater mystery, namely, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, who would never leave his side. James wrote in his epistle, My brothers and sisters, when you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but joy, because you know that the testing of our faith produces endurance. The clock of crisis strikes, and in those hours we can choose to let our pain turn us away from God or turn us to God. Which way we turn makes all the difference. In a previous episode, I quoted Philo of Alexandria, who wrote, Be kind to everyone you meet, for we are all fighting a great battle. You know, the older I get, the more I believe this is just true. We're all dealing with some kind of trial or adversity. Some are smaller, maybe a problem with a friend or in our families or with a loved one or at work. Some are bigger, such as the loss of a loved one or the ending of a relationship or even a marriage. But the principle remains the same. Where do we turn? The natural tendency is to turn from God, to go to a dark place of despair. But the story of our faith teaches us that it's in those times we need to take our eyes off the pain and onto God, and to trust that God can overcome evil with good, that God can make all things work together for good, for those who love Him, Romans 8.28. It's in that sense, adversity can be a blessing. Let me close by repeating something Tim said. This much I know, Jim. Some say I caught a bad break. That's not how I see it. I know more than ever that I have a chance to make a difference with my life, and I'm going to do that. Every day since the accident, Tim has kept his eyes wide open. He lives with a kind of readiness to help others that I find inspiring. And on July 20th, 2019, less than three months after the clock of crisis struck in Tim's life, God used Tim's wide open eyes not merely to make a difference, but to save a person's life. But to hear that story, the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say, you're going to have to tune into the next episode. You know, I don't often say this, folks, but I'm going to say it now. You don't want to miss the next episode. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith, and you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, and you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, 
things above.